0: Hello, yes, what is it? Hello, Doctor, is that you? Who is this? What do you want? Simply to say goodbye, Doctor.
1: today's episode
0: the auton jumps out of the way and oh my god did you see how far that auton fell that is the best bit of stunt work i have seen ever
1: you can actually see the plastic thing on the desk in front of her before she picks it up to put it to her face
0: it's all very evocative we're feeling quite avengersy the thing they don't tell you about Mrs. Farrell is how she has quite a, a big meth habit.
1: He actually was going to physically hurt you and you didn't take to him!
0: It felt a little bit like foreplay. The master even says the line of the longer it takes, the greater the satisfaction.
1: Hello, and welcome back to World Enough and Time. I'm Andy.
0: And I'm Alex. My goodness, we're all set up and ready to go. I know. How are you?
1: I'm so, so good. You know what I'm like in the summer when it finally comes. My hair gets all silky sheen and blonde and it's not so brown, it's sheen. blonde. And it my I tan really easily and all those people, these naysayers say, oh, you're burn, you're burn, you're so fair. No, I just tan like a freaking tanning machine. <laughs>
0: Actually, can I ask? Did you tan as a child, or was this perseverance that got you to this place?
1: Perseverance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I really feel that my tan is due to perseverance. I feel oh, like really? as a child, I burnt horrifically that doesn't sound regularly. Healthy. <laughs> no, but now I'm just like, well, I've got the other end now, and I'm absolutely fine. The tan always comes.
1: Yeah, I can literally be outside for half a day once the sun starts to shine in Britain, and I get a tan. And people are always like, have you been yes. away? No. Well, they don't ask that at the moment, obviously, due to the global panettone. But no.
0: <laughs> the global panettone. Yes. Yes. Now that's good. But I, I find England probably easier to tan than most countries, oddly. Oh. Because it, you don't have to be careful. You don't have to yes. wear anything.
1: exactly. Because like I got terribly, horribly, horrifically tanned. Not tanned burned in melbourne yes, we
0: need to make that distinction <laughs>
1: in melbourne <laughs> i just lay outside in melbourne for four hours in the sun and thought
0: i'll be fine <laughs> I, was like, I, was,
1: I, was, <laughs> I was roasted like a pig <laughs> I, was at, I was at the airport scaring people on the way home because <laughs> it looked like i had serious um singing detective psoriasis of the face it was awful <laughs> i could just like peel bits Gosh. off my face it's not good
0: yeah It took about six years for me to realise that I probably needed to buy some sun cream. (laughs) Might be a nice idea. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes. Later on, world enough and time. Skin cancer survivors.
0: (laughs) 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 We really sound like we've got this sorted, don't we? Not. (laughs) It's just absolutely going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
1: I have a question brewing. Brewing away. Oh my God! It sounds like a turd. (laughs) It's not like a turd. That's disgusting. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> really? Um, and that is
0: what have you be watching on TV? Oh, fucking hell! Fucking hell, um, mate! Fucking hell! Um, I have. I've actually. I've. I've done it. I've. I've gone ahead and done it, and I've watched something that I forever committed to never watching because it's just not my kind of thing, and I can't be asked. And then I just watched it because there's fuck all else to watch. I watched the Line of Duty. Ah. That's the one I was going to say today, so that's so funny. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah. No way. Because series, watched...
1: series 6 is on at the moment, and it's, it's a yes. return to form.
0: I know. Yes, oh, I'm watching sweetie. Series 6 at the same time. But, yeah, no, I've watched, like, six six seasons in one wow. go, like, basically in about a week. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a tiring old week.
2: I've done my bit. I don't have to stay here and watch. Ryan, drop the gun. Th- drop yours. Drop the th- drop it, Kate. Drop Ryan! Put your gun down! No gun! Put it down! Drop One it. more chance, Ryan! One more, more chance! No! Drop it now! Drop
0: Series one, I just, I I tried to watch it about three years ago and hated it. So I was like, I'm just never going to go there. Um, But yeah, so I just dodged series one and thought, I don't need that one. And I didn't. And I was fine. I've done it in very (laughs) odd. I think I started with series five and then I went to series two. Then I went to four, then three. Just to fuck things up, (laughs) wrongly.
1: So which is the one with Gina McKee in the freezer?
0: That's the first
1: one. Oh, I see. Because as soon as they showed that freezer I was like oh my god that was the freezer that Gina McKee was in I couldn't believe it I was like that's a nice that's such a deep callback
0: (laughs) yes oh so yeah and so you see it again with um that that Down syndrome lad don't you yeah yeah. because
1: you met the Down syndrome lad years ago as well yes yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly. I love
0: how they've brought people back over and over again. That is. Okay, so I don't feel so bad that I've been into it. But I still, I'm not loving it. Like, I'm watching no, it and I'm like, I get it, but I, I'm not. I
1: do think insane. it's overrated and I do think they use far too many acronyms and it's like, well, I've got the PIM on the DOP with the NP. Zed, it it really—it's like, it's like
0: starting at Vodafone. Like that is the way we speak in every meeting, and it's—it's it's not necessary. And I don't understand what's going on most of the time. Um, but yeah, it is. It does feel like we're getting some kind of induction into police life that we possibly don't benefit from in any way. No,
1: I don't need to know these acronyms. I don't need to no. know these procedures. No,
0: no, no. But I do quite enjoy watching um, watching caller Is it Jenny from um, Gogglebox? Oh Bob? yes,
1: when she's doing the <laughs> notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I knew it was one of them. it was gonna be an what is it, an article fifteen or something like that. I knew it would be.
1: <laughs> and I loved so it good. when they threw the stinger down on the road and she went she saw, she said
0: stinger and she wrote it in her notebook. You don't need to write in your notebook. <laughs> I bet that notebook is utter rubbish. I no
1: benefit whatsoever. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But I do like Kelly MacDonald. I'll always watch anything with her in it, and she's been good. Yes. Um, Yes. The thing that we I don't really like the leads very much. I don't like Vicky McClure or Martin Compson no, very I've much. No, never...
0: no, good. no, really, really dislike. Oh Martin Compson I'm I'm getting to like him more. He's got a bit don't of when you? he gets a bit more of a beard, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm coming to cope with you.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's it's about all he looks... it's all, only about how he looks. Absolutely. So you're just 100%. objectifying him. Okay, great. Entirely.
0: Good. Yeah. And Adrian Dunbar I just take I just goes right back to that um that Diana um Oh. biopic from like about 20 years ago he was Charles in that <laughs> that's all I can think
1: of him in I love ever since oh, what? oh sorry oh I see was he okay yes I was thinking of something completely else but good <laughs> okay the thing, the thing that makes me, was that shit Peter Davison series from 40 years ago that you seem to watch by yourself and no one else seemed to watch about him kept falling in love with different women I think it was called Diana oh
0: that Lydia Lydia, that
1: was it. Love for Lydia. Oh. I never watched that.
0: Oh, did you not?
1: You no, really? you suffered oh my... that alone.
0: It was really shit. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't do that. I thought at least I was doing it because you'd done it before me. I thought this was yeah. a well-beaten track already. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you suffered
1: that for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on myself. I never watched. it. Leave it there. <laughs> Leave it there <laughs> well. Don't enough. worry. Um. The other thing I wanted to say about Line of Duty, which is very important, is how ridiculous it is that the two characters say mate to each other all the time. OK, mate, what are you doing, mate? Mate, 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 mate.
0: It feels forced and uncomfortable and wrong every it's, time. It's just,
1: to, it's just to say, you know, they're not in a romantic relationship. They can yes, just be it mate. feels like that. it's yes, so it's overdone. <laughs>
0: Yes, and it always feels yes. wrong. It feels like that's not what you'd say in that situation. Yes, agree. No. Right, tell me what you've been watching on TV aside from that because I want more and better because I'm still well, disappointed and I still haven't done it. The Great that.
1: British Sewing Bee has started, but.
0: Oh, it a new one!
1: Been... Yes, <laughs> sweetie darling. It's <Yes, gasps> a new one. Oh, but,
0: exciting.
1: But it's been broken for me, broken and destroyed irreparably because I have watched Next in Fashion on Netflix
0: oh yeah i with... you have seen that yeah and Girl I loved it Kelly and what, what, I, Stacey this... Dooley's in it is, is that the one no
1: no not Stacy Dooley it's Alexa Chung oh and...
0: it's Alexa Chung <laughs> <laughs> I <It's got those laughs> so they're quite different they're nothing like each other <laughs> they really aren't they're nothing like each other at, at all, all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're like <But> I have... <laughs> they're like different <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, yes. No, but I love Next in Fashion, and because they were so well cut, and the designs were so brilliant, and they were so perfectly finished, because they were all proper designers who could just cut things and change things instantly, and then you've got bloody sewing bee, it looked like it was going back to, I don't know, to a WI meeting, i felt
0: oh you see I prefer I like the because re- I, I can equate myself to the sewers more easily then mm. like if it's just magical oh my god you do this and you do that and then suddenly you've got them a fucking oak couture garment that just makes me feel inadequate but if I watch sewing bee I just think oh I could probably do a bit of piping mm. I could probably manage that
1: but I do see that that journey for you that you you more you're more sewing bee because I'm I'm more high fashion I'm more high fashion I? I you are
0: way more high fashion <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that's, i think that's self-selection
0: um, nice. nice anything
1: else anything else not that i'm willing to to share on the podcast okay just, that makes me sound like i've been watching really dodgy it shit. sounds like a lot of <laughs> porn <laughs> i know it does doesn't it um, no um I have been watching things, but I can't think what. No, okay, nothing. That's
0: fine, Cupboard's nothing. bear. Nothing, cupboard Watch. bear. Yes. So, Is you it can time? see me.
1: You can see me wheeling it, wheeling it, and it's. it's oh, you're wheeling. It's hurting my back. I feel Goodness like this me. has got heavier. Relax, this crop.
0: Get some support this time. Don't I'm do not, yourself a damage.
1: I, I know. I was going to get a trolley, and no. Um, I just think I didn't need to make it this big. For number one, because I only ever show you it on the on the um, on the on the Teams meeting that we're on now, sweetie darling.
0: Teams, sweetie, Teams, yes.
1: <coughs> or because well, the pod the people listening won't see it either, will they? So I feel like it was a bit of an effort to make it look so perfectly like uh, the original oh. prop.
0: Uh. I love the way you're saying make it, like there was any part of anyone's brains where they'd imagined you making this thing. If anything, we thought you'd bought it on fucking eBay. I'm you sorry. Made it. I'm
1: sorry.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. You and your mad inventor ways. I just <laughs> I, love it. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. What is this machine? I've already told
1: you, my dear. It's a time and
2: space
1: visualizer.
0: Do you mean a sort of time television yes, like
1: that. yes that's exactly what this is it's okay. wheeled out so i'm ready to put the chock block video oh, block in the chock-a-block slot
0: choc-a-block, dun, 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 Um. okay so i've got a really really good song that's amazing and i just love it and i love it and i love it so much
1: and that works
0: and i can't remember whether i did it last time or not because my (laughs) brain okay i don't think i did okay so it is the one hit wonder of too blind to see it by kim sims fuck yeah
1: too blind to see it
0: too Too blind blind, to see what
1: what you were doing. doing That was lovely, Kim, but what you don't know, Miss Kim Sims, with your chunky legs, is that that was played directly outside of our house very loudly every year when it was the fucking fair in Ox Street in Abingdon. And it was like pounding, like proper, like mega volume outside our front room. You know where the fair was along our street? Because we had the yeah. bottom half of that house. It was like literally for four days every year, the so fair would take over the street. So that song was the only one that this ride played. So it was literally two times <laughs> to see it for four hours. <laughs> it was literally oh outside our God. bedroom window.
0: Such a weird song to hear for four years <laughs> over and over again.
1: <laughs> Honestly. So, yes. I'm
0: glad I could bring that back for you. <laughs> mm. I feel like
1: now is the time. I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> I always go back there. It's always like this haze of like, why, why is this happening inside my house? <laughs> Anyway, I really loved I wanted, that place in Abingdon. It was so pretty. I wanted to see what was number one when, when the story du jour was on in 1971. January, sweetie. Mm. Um, but I was very disappointed to discover what it was. And there's no way this could be the song. Um, okay. The song that was number one was Grandad by Clive Dunn. Oh,
0: you're fucking kidding me. Oh, Grandad.
1: Grandad. Mm, love you. We love you. No. So we're not no. doing that. So I, I went to the number two slot.
0: Yes, you I being did. number
1: two? No. <laughs> yes, we're back to turds. It all links up. <laughs> and I'm choosing I Hear You Knocking by Dave Edmonds. I think Dave he's called Dave Edmonds.
0: Edmonds. Yes, okay. as I Is that live like Knock breathe. on Wood or something? Is that where we go with that one? No? I don't... No. It's
1: not Knock on Wood. No. Okay. But I Hear You Knocking. It's... Okay, good. glad to see that I'm, I'm I'm on your and you're not we'd be worried if actually no you were topical last time and everyone had to suddenly hold the furniture anyway I'm, I'm wheeling the time space visual, visualizer away now
2: <sighs> effort now you've crossed my favourite Beatles
1: so I believe it must be time for a quiz
0: what right okay well, being as today is a day, I, uh, I thought
1: we'd go for... Nice link.
0: Initi- yeah, I know, it's good like that. Initially D, because that D begins day and D. Today is a day, initially D. Now, there was no link. Anyway, initially D <laughs> is the category... <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking <laughs> Fuck. <God>. hell. <laughs> I'm going to find the answers. I can still
1: cut all this and make it a seamless link. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please don't. I find this makes me even more adorable.
1: <laughs> oh, that's your learning on this, is it?
0: Good. <laughs> F you. Oh, no, they're already easy. You're not getting them ones. Now, now. Now. Oh, no, maybe I will, because it's, so, it's quite nice when we get them right. Okay, right. What D is the creator of the Daleks? Thanks very much.
1: Well, it depends whether I'm pretending to be an American or not, because an American would say, Davros Oh, upsets okay. me so much.
0: Oh, oh my yes. goodness. You're not allowed it's, to. You can't. You've no. got Americanize something that is so wholly <laughs> English. You can't have your own interpretation of how <laughs> to can't. say that.
1: Davros is English. I will have placards made. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> That's and he's topical go... for
0: today's episode as well, isn't it I love a bit of Davros. Mm-hmm.
1: Davros, know, like honestly, Davros Don't, stop doing it If anyone's listening in America, stop it
0: <laughs> Stop it <laughs> Would you like to say it correctly for them Just once, very clearly
1: Davros
0: Oh, good job, that was really nice, thanks um, Okay, <laughs> what D is the sound The master hears constantly
1: Ooh The sound of drums <laughs> oh, Was that one <laughs>
0: I think with the visuals, the drums were more more apparent. <laughs> Their noise was odd. Okay, what D are female warriors who come from Galaxy Four?
1: They are the Dravins, thank you, please. Mm-hmm. And they have they have split skirts and nice little Bad top sort cut. of like a what's that sort of thing that goes over that bit called over a top? It's got a name. A r- 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 uh. Um, something lanyard, not the lanyard. Lanyard, something you put around your neck at a conference. What's it called? Raglan. Raglan, sort of top bit. Raglan. Do you not oh. know about Raglan? Oh, so yeah, See, I refer Raglan you to. Raglan is a
0: place in, in New Zealand. I'm gonna I I'm I, I'm gonna question it because I don't believe you. But good. Um, I'll, I'll put in you know Raglan where...
1: top later. Um, but just remember what I was saying earlier about who's more high fashion. Okay, right. <laughs> moving
0: on. I know Raglan sleeves, but Raglan top that. That worries me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how you're checking it out.
0: Okay, so it's like a different coloured thing when you're wearing <clears throat> a t shirt. Yes, uh-huh. I'm glad I've
1: talked talk to you more about fashion today. <laughs> Thanks
0: for <your> fashion guidance. <laughs> what D is a sort of seal that the sonic screwdriver can't unlock? Deadlock? Oh, fuck you. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Made it up. All right. What D is the planet the Dominators plan to destroy to fuel their ships? Oh, is that the point that's going on in the Dominators? I haven't worked that
1: out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No one knew that. No one knew. I could never have told you in a million years what it was for. Um, Dull kiss. And it was dull. Dull kiss. No kissing going on on Dull kiss. No.
0: No. What D is American tourist Morton? Dill. Explain what the hell's going on in that question.
1: <laughs> that is Peter Purvis's first guest role in Doctor Who in the f- episode oh, four of uh, three of the chase. Chastars, when he's an American okay. tourist and it's awful and he's terrible.
0: Got it. What D is an offensive term for draconian? Ooh, we had this in the other episode oh, quiz.
1: Dragon oh, my
0: God. Uh, <laughs> What D is the village duplicated by the Krals. Devesham. And how many times have we been there?
1: <laughs> About three million times. <laughs> Honestly, they got bored of seeing me in that pub. Although um, there was one time when I went back there, and they'd taken the display down that I'd made for them, and I was very offended.
0: <laughs> I guess like it was like this area of the pub that no one ever went to, like fuck, we're no. losing business. <laughs> we need to get rid of this shit.
1: No, they actually properly professionalised it after that, and they actually had prints done and stuff of the doctor on the on the.
0: Oh, and stuff. Yes. Oh, what have you but done? You done like? But I've done a previous. Dialogue. I like. I think I gave. Them, I think
1: I gave. Them, yes. A construction made it a papier mâché. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did a um, I done a. What did I done? I done. I. I think I, they had my archive feature of Android invasion all all behind glass in little things and. And what else, else was it? Oh, it was the video cover. I lost my video cover of Android Invasion to the pub. To the actual Fleur de Lis.
0: They so, yeah. did... Oh! That was very kind. of you're not even a colour photocopy, what the hell? I know. So Very rude. kind.
1: That's the only... Right. That's... Wait a second. Trivia moment. Trivia moment. Right, wait a second.
0: Wait a second. The,
1: that's the only DVD... Doctor Who DVD. 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 DVD, DVD that... um. That Marisa and I are actually credited on is the Android Invasion because Marisa secured the visit to the research centre, which is where she used to work. So they went there on the location feature on the DVD and Marisa and I are, or is it just Marisa, is credited on the DVD. <gasps> as...
0: That's amazing! <laughs> I did not know that. I because know. that's where she worked, the NRPB, is that there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Good job, Marisa. I <laughs> <laughs> would never have managed it otherwise.
1: She did quite well.
0: Okay. She did. Good. Right. What D is the weapon developed on Uxarius?
1: Yes, let's say Uxarius. Colony in space. It's the doomsday weapon.
0: Of course. Good.
1: I feel I'm doing very um, well in this quiz and I'm I very pleased. I feel you're doing
0: far too well. I'm kind of getting annoyed. What D is the croton machine <laughs> that needs high brains?
1: That, thank you please, would be the dinotrope.
0: Nice. There's just not even a pause here. It's very good. Okay, That's a good tea. sort of like Miranda
1: word, isn't it? Dynatrope.
0: It is. Dynatrope. It's a very appealing name. Plinth. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, t- did I tell you that we have to use plinths at work? And um, me and Mon have oh, been no. hysterical about this. so funny. Like the new Vodafone thing that we had for a while with our new Go U, um brand platform was that everything was on a plinth. And every time we were in this meeting, it was just like <laughs> the, the brand, people just kept saying plinth over and over again and me and Mon were recording <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> plinths. <It's> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we also had someone talk about their... Um, Twins. What was that? Someone was talking about twins missing at birth. <laughs> yes, Orlando and Bloom. <laughs> in that Orlando and Bloom. Um, right. Um, what D is the surname adopted by Dodo in the Wild West? Ooh. Dupont. Oh, I must have missed a question. Yes, correct. <laughs> I was looking at the answer again. That is not what it says there. I was thinking that as a shit yeah, name for a foreign. Dodo Dupont. So, Oh, good. So now, this is the question that I thought you were answering. Um, what <coughs> D is a pirate who fights Amy Pond?
1: Oh, shit. This is... You see, as soon as I go into New Who territory of death... I know. Let's call him... Thackeray.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so close. More of a, a reindeer slant to it.
1: Deary. Um... <laughs>
0: You can do it, you can do it. I've given you the reindeer hint. You're almost there. I'm really not.
1: Begins prancer. Drancer.
0: <laughs> Dancer! <laughs> prancer, I sounds good! I can't know <laughs> it's It's because we always talked
1: about prancer, didn't
0: we? <laughs> pranker. But we didn't call it
1: prancer, did we?
0: No, pranker every time. <laughs> pranker.
1: <laughs> was the film you know, called pr- so Prancer that we watched?
0: Oh, it was some. Oh, what I don't even know what it was called. Was it just the Santa Claus movie or something? How was it? But like they found a, the reindeer in the in a mm. shed, didn't they? Yeah. It was awful. It felt like quite uh, a low rent kind of TV movie kind of yeah. thing. But bit we, like a yeah, bit like Protocol. No, that's really good. <laughs> right, what D? Is a G class planet in Tau Ceti. Diplos. Good frickin' job. What D is the secret of life revealed to the doctor by a hermit?
1: Well, I think it's from The Time Monster when they're incarcerated in Atlantis and they're talking about the, the daisiest daisy.
0: <gasps> You're right, that's really good interrogation I got there. of your brain. I, like I, was thinking, well, I
1: don't know what the secret was, but it was the daisiest daisy, yeah.
0: I don't even understand that. Oh, I think I must have just washed over that because it makes no fucking sense to me. What do you mean it's the daisiest fucking daisy?
1: So he's with Joe and it's a, an overly sweet saccharine scene and they really hope, they think everything's hopeless and the master's going to win. What are we going to do, Doctor? And the Doctor's like, well, I learnt from this man on a hill hmm, that um, I just looked at this daisy, and suddenly I realised it was the daisiest daisy I'd ever seen. So it was just about how something was itself completely and fully, and it was magical.
0: I don't get that.
1: (laughs) I wish you could see Alex's face, everyone. Like. fuck that shit
0: <laughs> I just feel like someone's just written me a poem
1: I feel really on edge and not comfortable ah, and you're like, with the whole thing this is your, actually this is your poem face it is it's like anyone ever, ever even tries to begin to read a poem Alex is like she's like dragon Den. she's like I'm out <laughs>
0: Honestly, just don't go there. Oh, horrible. I don't want
1: any of your business. I'm not interested. Leave the room.
0: (laughs) I may lose millions, but I'm not fucking bothering. Um, (laughs) Right. What D does Harrison Chase order Scorby to get?
1: Ooh. What does he order Scorby to get? Well, the pods from the Antarctic, but...
0: Hmm. think line of duty
1: think line of duty detonators (laughs) 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 I don't know mate (laughs) (laughs) Dunbar oh Dunbar get Dunbar of course he does it's a famous line get Dunbar I
0: didn't know that but you did incredibly yeah. well.
1: So oh, that fitted with Line of Duty, didn't it? Of course, I got it now. Sorry. Oh, idiot. <laughs> I was like, I was there sitting there thinking that was a coincidence because I'd said, mate, and it, was, it wasn't. It's because you said Line of Duty. So, actually, I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, you did very good with the answering of the questions. I think I, think was I just did marvellous. One and a half, I'll dock you because I think you're you're... Strancer was (laughs) was possibly
1: questionable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But aside from that, that was very impressive. Mm. Well done. I do enjoy your skill and ability to remember things that you have once known. Very good.
1: Yes. Or repeatedly known, more more likely. Um, So it's time to say goodbye to the quiz, and now it's time for a word from our beautiful, wonderful sponsor, who turned (gasps) seventy this week.
0: Goodness, she looks amazing. You're listening to World Enough and Time, a classic Doctor Who podcast. Is she your sponsor?
1: <laughs> Our sponsor, yes. <laughs>
0: she...
1: Do you what? money
0: to be a sponsor?
1: <laughs> no, she's not really a sponsor. We should probably just call her friend of the show. Yeah, friend <laughs> of, of the show.
0: show.
1: <laughs> sounds <Sponsor. laughs> nice, <You're... laughs> Yes, for, to, for any. Um... <laughs> Anyone confused? Louise Jameson is not giving us money to create this <laughs> masterpiece.
0: I'm living in a mansion right now, all out of Louise Jameson's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: You're funded by Louise Jameson.
0: <laughs> the new I house, she honestly, she's sorting out the carpet. Something special. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good.
1: Right. It's time for us to go back to.
2: Oh, dun, dun,
1: dun. Ooh, Terror of is. the Ortons.
2: Ah! Oh no. <coughs> <coughs> oh no. Sorry, right. I've dealt with it. Dealt with it? You've ruined it. But your match was on fire. Three months of delicate
0: work, and now look at it, your ham-fisted bun vendor.
2: But this whole place might have gone up in flames. My
0: dear young lady, steady-state micro-welding always creates more smoke than fire.
2: Steady-state micro-welding? Yes. An advanced engineering technique pioneered by the Lamedines. A remarkably gifted race that had nine opposable digits.
0: Nine
2: what? Nine opposable digits.
1: Yes, well, never mind.
0: Ah! So tell me, that cover that you're just propping up in front of us, that... Target book
1: cover. uh, Doesn't doesn't it make you think... That Terror of the Autons is going to be amazing with that cover.
0: It makes you think it's going to be quite scary. It makes you yes. think that you may at some point see an octopus with a human eye.
1: What about like, this one?
0: The fuck? Is that not the macro terror? <laughs> what the hell's going on <laughs> Why and what?
1: The back what? is a bit more reminiscent.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I was there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. But
0: yeah, that was a lot. Nothing-
1: Nowhere is it more evident than in the covers of these novelizations that they failed to do the giant octopus nesting creature in Terror of the Autons, and that they really yes. wanted to do it.
0: So was that something that they had wanted to do? Was there a plan at some point to have done it? There was the a octopus?
1: plan for some octopus tentacles outside the window in the, um, in the tower bit on the oh. antenna. Oh, that but would they, have been they, nice. It would have been nice. Yes. Anyway... I would like to start by asking you, what's your first experience of Terror of the Autons? Where does it sit in the landscape that is your life?
0: Hmm. Well, I remember being excited by it because, because Spearhead had been one of my f- absolute, and is my absolute firm favourite of all episodes, ever, 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 because it's just the fricking dust. Um, <laughs> She'll fight anyone. She'll fight anyone who disagrees. She <laughs> really will. Um, so I think... Knowing there was another Auton one made me joyful. And I think it was quite a while till I actually got to see it. It certainly wasn't one of my early memories. I feel like I was well into probably late teenagehood before I think I saw it. Um, And I think it was... Will it have been in black and white when I saw it? It was one of the recovered episodes or something. was something about it, black and white. I'm pretty sure that I saw um, the scene with the... um, with the plastic chair and the car with the doll. I'm pretty sure I saw those in black and white.
1: Yeah. So I think I might have had a black and white version if that was shown on UK Gold before they colorized it because they colourised it in 92 and we got a video in 93 which was it in colour. <coughs> <coughs> but I think we might have had a version from UK Gold before that. But I'm oh. not certain. It's not one I remember in black and white. Oh,
0: okay, so my only memory is in black and white. I was really excited when I could watch it now in colour. I was like, oh my God, it looks so cool in colour.
1: Yes, so, thoughts. Thoughts back then of Terror of the Autumns. Thoughts back then.
0: um, Thoughts back then, um, fixated on weird doll thing, thinking how terrifying and Mr. Sin-like he was. Um, And a general feeling of kind of... forgetfulness (laughs) forgetfulness <laughs> like it just it didn't really impact me uh, I'm with it, you
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. I don't know this story I could I've watched it again recently obviously and honestly people could have shown me scenes and I wouldn't have been able to tell you what story it was from
0: no
1: I, I just didn't know it I think I've seen it maybe three times in my right. life yeah I don't think which I is can. like yeah. Like that's so low for me. <laughs> yeah, for you that is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. And yes. yeah, and I had, yeah. I was I was shocked to find out it was Joe's first one. I love how all of these things are are a first for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do out. love as that I for you it, as, as like, well.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. That thing's always a shock. It's like you're permanently surprised.
0: <laughs> Imagine that life for you. I know. <laughs> so much fun. You know. Yeah.
1: I'd much rather not have all the production details in my head forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it is a story of thirst. But before we get on to that, I think it's time for you to give us what the audience are here for, which is your synopsis of Terror of the Order. Yeah. <laughs> good well
0: you lucky lucky things right so we have the doctor he's on earth he's a bit grumpy about it he's given an assistant she's a bit thick and
2: <laughs> Pull and, <that> she's, punch. <laughs>
0: yeah. and she's got the job because of her uncle already you're not supposed to like her you're already thinking why this is just a horrible turn of events um we see a man with a really bad accent, and you're like, it's okay, the accent was deliberately bad, he is supposed to be from Yorkshire, <laughs> not a worry. Um, and then you see the master, and you're like, oh my god, he's here, and I want to hug him because he's the best thing in the world. Um, okay, so <laughs> he does some stuff up on a telescope, tele- what are they called? A satellite dish, dishy, dish- yes, dish- those dish- things. scope. <laughs> what yes. are they called? Radio telescope.
1: Dishy scope.
0: Dishy scope. Dish- <laughs> radio blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah blah, one blah, of those blah, 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 blah. okay he yeah. makes a man small that's fun um, and then we find <gasps> from some museum somewhere a nesting tetrahedron dodecahedron I'm not good with my hedrons,
1: but a, let's just call it an energy unit
0: <laughs> an energy unit has been stolen there we know where we are there's going to be some <gasps> nesting autumn hell coming our way. Oh my God. Um, so, Doctor continues to get grumpy. We need to check out these plastic factories. Plastic factories are the way forward. Yes, they damn well are. Every, every Doctor Who story should be set in a plastics factory. And where do we find the master is now? He's chatting with a guy called Farrell and he is making and do some shit with production that we don't understand. Um... <laughs> Lots of men in suits have a wander around, some of them die. Um, <laughs> and then there's some stuff in a circus, it's really racist, and we all feel a little bit sad. Um, <laughs> then Oh, feels more stuff happen. There's definitely a plot. There's some daffodils, there's men with big heads, there's a quarry. Um and we know that they're going to do something bad and you need to get there in the nick of time because that's what happens in John Pertwee, Doctor Who. It's got to be in the nick of time. Run, run for your life. Um, there's lots more sexism, more sexism than you could ever even begin to try and elbow into a story. Like they really must have tried hard to get it in there. Um, but don't worry. The Doctor flicked some switches and moved some dials. It's all Okay we've the master this time and so we can all just go and have a cup of tea that's clearly made by a woman because that's the only thing that women can do and <laughs> the end we're all safe. <laughs> goodbye
1: I feel you could watch it again next week and you'd be like I don't know this story at all <laughs>
0: I feel if you made me I might try and kill you. <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> so um Ooh. I have to say that we are here we love Doctor Who. We love Doctor Who. Let no one ever say we don't love Doctor Who. No. But But We do think, you see, there's this thing in fan circles that you're not allowed to say negative things about Doctor Who. Why are you watching it then if you don't like it? Why do you talk about it being bad? It's like I think it's okay to critique stories and say, well, I don't like it and it's not a good one. And say, all these other swathes of other stories I love or really like or think they're okay. But some stories aren't great. And I'm afraid this falls into the not great category.
0: It really, it does. really does. But the thing is, you can get just little frissons of joy. You can see you can. the brigadier wandering through a quarry and just think, I frickin' love that dude. And, and you We can shall see explore those moments. We will. And Joe's hair, you just have to look at it and wonder and go, what the fuck was she doing? But well done for being so <laughs> mental. Like it just, those things, are, they bring us the joy, yet the story itself, bleh. Really,
1: Yeah. Right. I felt the same. Uh, Should I read eggs. you? A, sh- shall I, shall I read you John's review? Oh this yes. Is a, well, he gave us two reviews. The first review was at the end of episode two, and the, <laughs> the third, the the second review was at the end of episode four, and was just three words. But the first review was, for one, I don't like John Pertwee. For two, I don't like Joe Grant. And three, I don't like the story. <laughs> And he said it good. like he was like, I own 52% of this company. <laughs> he was very much like, This is the straight dope on this. I will yes. not be taking questions. Good.
0: I'm glad that was three... so clear in his can... brain. Can Kill you guess me now? the three words
1: at the end? What? Kill... <laughs> Kill Kill me me now? Now. That was shite. <laughs> <laughs> And I think mm-hmm. I always like to watch Doctor Who with, with John because of the lens of what he... His lens is different. And there's some moments he thinks are joyful. I'm reminded of that moment and in Planet he of Spiders.
0: Is, he's very good at, at giving Doctor Who its dues. Like, he really... Yes. He's, he's quite... He gives it its time. He doesn't expect modern-day standards from it. He does just... No. He lets it run. And he can be really positive about some stories. But, yeah, if he doesn't like it, I think that's a, that's a very bare crack of the whip he's given it, and it was not worth it
1: exactly he watched it all he watched it Good all he job. just and he didn't complain too much but he was just like yeah I, it led to a conversation about what was linear storytelling because <laughs> we was just saying about how it just like goes from set piece to set piece mm-hmm. nothing's going on concurrently it's all just happening in a row one thing one thing one thing and there's nothing that yes. you're thinking about in the background
0: no so there's nothing. you're not engaged not at all. It's like, it's tiring how much you have to force yourself to really be engaged because there's nothing else happening. There's no, there's no tiny backstory. There's no other character. You're like, hmm, I wonder what no. they're doing. Like it's, oh, yeah. And did you, I don't know. I I The only other additional piece that I had on the version I watched was some interview with um Terence Dixon and Barry Letts and that. And they were so fucking proud of themselves. They really <laughs> had created a fucking masterpiece in their eyes. And they were bagging new doctor who like nothing else i was like how effing dare you like honestly it was really upsetting because it was it was it was barry letts um terence dix then phil collinson from new who and oh yeah i did
1: watch i think i did watch that yes
0: and oh yes it was like phil collinson obviously was doing his best to be positive about old who because obviously yeah. that's why he has a love of it. But they were just like, nah, knew who. They just romped through it. They haven't got a clue what they're doing. It's just no, it's rubbish. <laughs> oh, it was just, fuck off. Have you just sat through what I've sat through? Because that was how <laughs> crazy.
1: They oh. probably hadn't. They probably just got fond memories of producing it and being, yeah. you know, ed- of editing it and stuff. I like
0: so was, what, what yeah. they did say was about how they'd really, in in this episode or in this story, it had all been about creating a family. I did yes. like that that was their intention. They really wanted to yeah. have that home base on Earth that made the Doctor have, like, a place where he he slept and ate and, like, he had a, a, yes. a kind of a network. I thought that was a, a sweet kind of backstory that they hadn't otherwise ever given him, which was nice.
1: Yeah, yeah but- I agree. The Exile's a good conceit and it's a nice setup, but... As soon as you get into start talking into territory about like, oh, we had to get rid of Liz because she was too intelligent or, you know, all that stuff just drives me up the wall.
0: So is that what they have openly said?
1: Yes. They said that she wasn't a good enough foil for the doctor because because she wasn't she was too intelligent. So she, they needed someone to get into trouble or someone who didn't understand things and could ask, what is it? And all that stuff. But um, she was just, it's
0: by, just by, oh, by contrast, it was just like she was so good. And Joe was yeah. like, "Yeah, I, 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 think I was at three like scenes in. And I was just like, I really don't like you. I just, I, <laughs> I can't like you. Like, and also, when you're trying to make us like her, bad fucking plan to get her to be taken over by the baddie in fucking episode one. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like Turlo one hundred one. Don't make them Turlo, an turlo one hundred one. That's the rule.
1: That's the... <laughs> turlo 101 <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not great, is it? But it, it, it's, it's interesting because received... Well, not just received fan wisdom, but just everyone who talks about this story says how much they love Joe and how great she is, how well she's introduced and all that stuff. And I always... I mean, I like Joe at times and I think there's elements of her which are, are fun and good. But most of the time, I can't get past my original conception, which was her voice is too high-pitched and she acts like such a second fiddle and i think from feminist points of view it's just awful it's just Just, not not just feminist equality
0: yeah for me the first thing i wrote was the concept of joe is upsetting just the idea of what she represents just makes me incredibly sad to be so feeble and stupid by design is a really awful thing that they try to create there and i yeah okay i feel like they were a little bit. Uh, kind of aware of themselves with the brigadier saying oh well you didn't really want someone intelligent you wanted someone who would say yes and no and make you cups of tea which at least it owned but it's just so despicable that that is what it turns out that he actually wants that and that's something that she was so happy to be like when she goes off on the phone and does that requisition order? You like? She was like almost waggling her head off. She was so proud of herself doing that shit. And you're <laughs> exactly. like, why are you so proud doing this fucking admin for him? You would not be. You'd yeah. be absolutely devastated by how low your life had got. Hello, the scientific supply section. I'd like to speak to Mr. Campbell, please.
1: But what other fans say on podcasts about Tara about is, oh, it's great that she gets involved straight away and she gets into it and she gets all, all the different things she does and she ignores the Doctor and goes off and does her own thing. And I think that's true. There's some agency, but it's all only within a sort of like a parameters of what's allowed for a woman in this drama, I think. Mm. And yeah, isn't it's... she the only woman other than Mrs. Farrell, the one whose husband dies, the troll doll? Yeah, I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's quite sick,
0: isn't it? Yes. Yes. Did we not even see one in the background? Actually, even the people who ran up to the doctor with a big bat, there was no no women with that. And I was thinking, God, if I had an opportunity to hit the doctor with a big bat, I would have been the fucking front (laughs) of the queue with that one.
1: (laughs) I mean, I know this is another issue that we need to talk about, is that I think this story is one of the ones where John Pertwee's doctor is is really annoying. Um, Some of the lines he has, like... um, you know, when he's finally slacking off the brigadier, having reached that brilliant conclusion, brigadier, and all this I sort of know. stuff. Oh, that was
0: awful! Off. And he was like, Oh, there was something else. That he was like, oh, no, Where was it? It really, really upset me. He was, He was really kind of, Well, oh, so you don't need me anymore. And he was like, Oh, no, I do need you a little bit longer. And he was like, Oh, I'm so glad I stayed for that kind of thing. And, oh, you're like, Oh, how effing rude are you? He was just, I
1: know, it's a shame. He was so it, smug. Smug was the word. Yeah.
0: Completely. No. Yeah. Did not, not like him. Not good.
1: No. There's a line he said, I cannot work without proper equipment. And I just wrote, oh, do F off next to it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I just like... a few of those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So can, just, I, uh... can I take us to Yes. a happy place? Oh. Um, I just, I'd, I'd like to get some happy stuff in there. Um. I am quite happy in a quarry. I feel quarries are a good place. And that is the best
1: scene. That's the best scene in the story. Isn't it,
0: though? And I don't think I liked it previously. Like the first Auton, he looks scary. Yeah. he looks fricking terrifying and he's quite lithe and brilliant and then i love the fact that there's a fat auton love that i really wish that <laughs> <laughs> the fat auton had been deheaded as well so we could see his real face behind it and i just love i love the fact that the doctor was sorry that the master was there making some autons and and he was like we'll make a fat one and a thin one and a tall <laughs> one they're <and a> <laughs> just really like that probably exactly did. could have done um but yes um I did. I loved that bit where obviously there was Joe running towards us and she's got her heels. And obviously she did do a terrible thing to her ankle, but we don't care because she was running, running, running. She was happy. Then the brigadier comes and he saves her and he's looking really strong with that gun. And then there's Richard Franklin and he is running around the other side of that car, drives towards that Auton. The auton jumps out of the way, and oh my God, did you see how far that auton fell? That is the I best bit of stunt work I have seen ever. And the fact that he gets <laughs> up immediately and I know. starts so climbing good. back up that hill... That was, on, and even in that interview, Richard Franklin was like, oh, I think I would have directed it slightly differently. I would have made him pause a little bit longer and then start fuck off, you have no idea. <laughs> that was the best fucking thing that happened. It was so good. It was just Honestly. like, oh my God, he, it actually did happen. There was no cut. It was like that guy yeah. fell down a hill, walked straight back up. It was brilliant. Loved it that.
1: Re- it really was good. Honestly, that was the best scene in the thing. And I didn't know it, even though it's the best scene in it. I didn't really know that scene, which no. is weird, isn't it? Because you think, yeah. oh well, that was the scene you'd make you watch it because you think, well, that scene was really good, but I didn't yeah, it know didn't it. Yeah, didn't stick. I yeah. knew the taking the mask off, but I didn't know yes, the next episode. that was episode. the only bit
0: that had stuck in yeah, line, yeah, how weird is yeah. that? Yeah, we really didn't. Yes, pay much attention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of questions of things to that need solving. Usually, you have, but I have a lot. Oh, but one oh, thing God. that I must tell you about, which is the biggest gaff, and I don't see anyone writing about it, when. The daffodil squirts the stuff in Jo's face, mm. and she has that plastic thing on her face. Mm. You can actually see the plastic thing on the desk in front of her before she picks it up to put it to her face. It's really? actually on the workbench, yes. In the in the shop before, it's on the workbench. You can't it's, you can just see it looks like a bit of moulded plastic plastic on the side. And that's Ooh, I so feel it was like there I want for her to, to, to pick watch it
0: that up. Now. Oh, that's I couldn't so believe funny.
1: it. We were wound just to check that it was there. Yeah, and that's how she got it to put it on her face. Yeah.
0: Goodness Big me. goof. Yes. Big goof. It's like yes. Starbucks on Game of Thrones. Goodness, bloody me. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. I also have to say that I love, love, love the inside of Rossini's caravan because it was so well designed because it was so awful. it was, I felt how mildewy and grim and old ornaments with dust on them it was. It was just, it was exactly like it would have been. I just thought someone's been to a caravan at a circus and they've seen how grimy and smelly and old Spanish holiday ornaments it was. It was awful. Yes. But I, I loved it because it was awful. You loved
0: <laughs> for its awfulness. Yeah, I think that's a, a very fair call, dear, <laughs> to be loved for its awfulness. Um, yeah. Did you find the, the circus quite upsetting?
1: On all the levels. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there was like toing and froing between John and Katie during it because Katie was like, Oh, the animals! and John was like, Yes, but I used to work in a circus, so I like it, and it, it can be a good place, Katie. And all I think they were kind of butting heads about that one straight away. So,
0: Katie was actually upset about the, the treatment the animals of the animals in the cages, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, yes, but um, yeah, John was pro circus, so well, yeah. he
0: would be, wouldn't he? He would, um, sweetie. Yeah, I mean, it was just so You've really got Tober-
1: you've got think. Toberman again. Was that
0: Toberman being just it was Toberman? mute strongman? Oh my goodness, give him a fuck oh, another know.
1: role. I know, not good. Not good at all. Um but What I thought was the weirdest thing was why did all the circus folk attack the Doctor and Joe? Had they been taken over?
0: I think that yeah, I think that the the in- intimation was that they were quite weak willed humans right. and they'd all had like enough of whatever the master does like his glamour, I would imagine the vampire term, the glamour that he that he just kind of makes them all want to do his bidding and they were oh. all following his will That's because I, I thought
1: that was really odd and violent, I'm like why are they being so violent honestly <laughs> I was really... so
0: with them I was like give me that <laughs> now I honestly would be wow. happily the first one to smack him in the face I would, honestly by that point I was utterly <laughs> furious with him that I, honestly, mm. I don't think I've even written down so many of the things that he did to upset me because I was just so upset with him. Like he was yeah. just utterly despicable throughout. I, I really I couldn't hate him more. Oh, and then then with fucking Yates trying to placate Joe as well, and he's like, "Oh, easy love," and you're, "Oh, <laughs> you die now?" Uh, <laughs> easy oh, love. Don't try. Just do as the brigadier says.
1: But this Get reminds off. me. This reminds me of when we were younger and I remember all the people in our lives doing that to you. I I remember it so clearly. Like particularly Stafford days where it was where the mum's boyfriends or or other people just been like, Oh, calm down, love, and all that you know, all that sort of stuff. It was such a world that I knew right. and it was just horrible. Yes. I've never experienced it because I'm a man, but I I have like empathetic annoyance yes
0: yes Yes. yeah it is so amazing and and then um i'm going to keep going back to the interview because i think i just made more notes on the fucking interview than the actual doctor (laughs) (laughs) um richard Franklin was saying in this interview i said joe grant was a daffy female you couldn't treat girls nowadays like that um and then he was he was making out like um girls nowadays should be more like joe and being a daffy female was a perfectly wonderful thing to be and he was just it was just oh it was awful the way he was just so comfortable with everything yeah. that he had been saying the things that he was representing he was wonderfully proud of it all there was no question yeah. in his head that he did the right fucking thing yeah um, yes
1: yeah. <laughs> do you know what do you, do you know the joe thing that i do to annoy marisa is i go up to him and go Member. I do that quite regularly. If she can't remember something else, member. This is so awful. I don't know whether it's in this story, but it's the bit I hate. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, that bit, that line that everyone says they love. I just cringe to my core. That line, which is.
2: Didn't
0: say I passed. Oh Oh, yes. God. In general sciences, yes. No.
1: Anyway, I've got. I want to play a game with you, and it's called factory comparison with andy and alex
0: <laughs> i must say i do love a 60s plastic factory they are pretty much my well, favorite yes so but yes. which
1: is better is it farrell's plastics or is mm. it whatever the other auto plastics from Spearhead from space discuss
0: okay so spearhead from space we've got the workings of a of a factory that's shit, big plus we've got a booby secretary taking us round. Big Always
1: go for that, yes.
0: Yes. Every freaking time. Ah, we've got double level of the set Stays. with um Ransom's whatever it is, ransom's yeah. biddy. Um but here, amazing brickwork outside. Very, oh, okay. very nice. Oh,
1: we like Beautiful. the brickwork. Okay.
0: Yeah. We like the cars outside. They're all it's all very evocative. We're feeling quite Avengersy. There's stuff going on there that we're quite happy with. But okay. The, the main office I like it I trust it it is part of that building, the master's little play around room not so much not trusting it it doesn't feel like it's part of the factory it yeah. just th- there's a lot of owners happening in this so episode that takes you like completely out of what's going on you're yeah. like where am I now what fucking house am I in what room am I in <laughs> like it's yeah they really I, I wrote do it down do
1: it. I wrote down I don't believe in the factory. <laughs>
0: Oh, you don't believe in the factory. Correction. I own fifty-one percent of the flag factory. And the only reason
1: I came back is to shut it down. As of midnight tonight, I'll be tearing down the flag factory. And I'll be putting up a war factory where a war factory off to me! I just oh. didn't feel there was any sort of through flow or feeling like it was not just a room in a studio, whereas autoplastics, mainly because the everything space is all on film, was so amazing and you felt, yes, so I, I know this place and it's scary. Yes. But also because Barry Letts was now... There was so much um, experimentation with CSO in this episode. It was insane.
0: Beyond. I mean, but the, the fact that they made fucking Mrs Farrell ha- make tea in a fucking CSO'd kitchen was <laughs> shitting mental. Well, you, you know
1: that's, you know there's a, fanz, a fanzine called Mrs Farrell's CSO kitchen?
0: No! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which
2: is brilliant, isn't oh, it?
0: That was, oh, yeah. I was like, where the hell is she now? Like, is she now? <laughs> she's just, she's just
1: and all the she angles are all now. wrong and she turns around and it's like, well, where are you? And how <laughs> can that be possible?
2: I'm
1: <laughs> oh. yes. oh, yeah. talking um, about Mrs Farrell. This is a mystery for you. Right, so Mrs Farrell, mm. does she or does she not see the doll run across the floor after her husband's dead? Because we see it as she's watching it. We don't see her on screen, but we see her gasping up. Ah! And the doll's running away. And yeah. and he's on the, you see his legs and his legs are wagging in a bit as he's dying. And and then, and then I think, like- oh, we're never going to, I think we're never going to go back there. But then the next episode, Doctor and Jogo, they're an interviewer, um, which is a scene I never remembered, by the way. No, no I couldn't believe hard. it happened. Yes. I was like, is this a new scene? Is this <laughs> been edited in? But, um, and the first thing I'm going to say, she's going to say is, well, there was this hideous doll that ran across my front room floor and I'm f- scared of my shitting pants <laughs> I, I pissed my knickers as Blanche would say in <laughs> but, um, but no she said um she doesn't say oh she just said oh I found that doll by the by, by the window radiator, like it was trying to by the get get out.
0: yeah yeah and it's like uh-huh. no you saw it <laughs> right across <off> the window <laughs>
1: saw it right the floor like right right. what are you on about <laughs>
0: The Talk thing about they don't rewriting. Mrs. History. Farrell is how she has quite a, a big meth habit. She, she can't. Yeah, do
1: exactly. That's the other fanzine, Mrs. Farrell's meth habit. <laughs> Another scene I had no memory of, the troll doll attacking Joe. But attacking her by it being thrown in her face. I loved it. <laughs>
0: she was just something
1: like, it towards the camera. What like.
0: did she throw at fa- her face her <laughs> face?
1: No, it was obviously a stagehand just threw it at the oh, camera. Oh,
0: okay, I, all right, it wasn't oh, in joking. the lab. No, I see, so I remembered that. I because oh, like, as soon as the she was as soon as the doctor found some pointless reason to leave the lab, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's because of Joe needing to get attacked by a fucking troll doll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right,
1: I've got another question, another mystery that I want you to solve, mystery gang. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So when Farrell is at the factory with um farrell senior and farrell senior saying well i'm not sure about this son what's going on here and i don't like this master trap i don't like your attitude and he sat down and the master raises his arm to thump farrell but then stop he does he raises his arm to thump him and then stops and then farrell forgets that's happened and he's not under hypno or anything he's just he's like oh I didn't like him very much I didn't take to the chap he says in the next scene he says yeah, I didn't take to the didn't. chap I didn't take to the chap he actually was going to physically hurt you and you didn't take to him oh that was I'd weird that. that really took me out of it I was sat there thinking about that for 10 minutes I was like no he was going to thump you across the face <laughs> and you just did, didn't take to him I liked
0: him though Mr <laughs> Farrell yes oh, a bit, liked him uh, very Mr. much Mr Farrell Sr he was really I loved his kind of old 60s grumpiness I felt yes. like he kind of, he was who we were wanting, he was who we were willing for in this episode, but we didn't have him for long, which is a real shame. I did, like, yeah, he just, he had sense about him. Liked a bit My, fa- him. M-
1: my favourite line from episode two was, looks like a black puddin."
0: Yes! I really like that. But it wasn't said like that. It was said in oh, such an authentic Northern Irish accent.
1: It oh, was, was it? so good. Oh, of course, because McDermott's Northern Irish, yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> You need great enough. So, uh, you're you're a magician as well as a colonel, eh? I am many things. I will. That's as may be, but but but, but you're not a director of this company, Colonel Masters. I am in charge of production here, and I answer only to Mr. Farrell and his father. Look, why don't you try it? Well, you'll never sell that. I'll tell you that for nothing. Sure, it looks like like a black pudding. Try sitting in it. it has got a cool clammy feel to it.
0: Now, plastic should be warm and dried it's yes, He's the
1: sleazy guy from Seeds of Death who gets killed early is, on, isn't he? He is with the underpants. The one who and says I, hello to all the ladies before he yeah. goes to but the But I moon. just, I
0: really liked him in this, I must admit. I think I was just waiting for some good acting and, like, he just instantly came on. And I was like, oh, I like you. You know what you're talking about. Don't sit in the chair. Don't sit on the chair. He was, yeah, <laughs> he was lovely. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that you saw him pull it down to start with, but once it was around his face, it was good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Um, um,
0: one thing I'd like to to ask you, my love. Yeah,
1: you ask me, and I'll answer.
0: Uh, question. Um. So, like a theme, I guess, that kind of came out of this for me, because this is the the start of the Doctor Master Fang. Was it felt a little bit like foreplay? It felt like it was like the doctor and the master just kind of like, I don't know, titillating each other. And like the doctor, the master even says the line of, The longer it takes, the greater the satisfaction. And I was just like, dirty bastards.
1: Well, like, I mean, fans have taken this further. There is, there is homoerotic fan fiction around this so much because it's absolutely there. And and that's the my one of my biggest problems with the whole story is at the end like a lot of people have died because yeah. of either the well the troll doll killed that guy but also the the chair but also all the people who were killed by the daffodils. Yeah. And at the end the doctor's there saying, "Oh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the master again." And I'm like, "What? You're looking forward <laughs> to more death?"
0: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does, And I know uh,
1: and it's yeah.
0: There's a lot so many different doctor who's where they've been absolutely mortified by the death of three people yeah. and others when like they've kind of just not cared that like an entire fucking planet's worth of people died and i just i do love the, the the way the gravity of it all it's just decided basically by the director on the time whether or not we actually care that all of these people died and very <laughs> nice, he just doesn't give a shit
1: but it's, it's very much hey ho sort of comic strip it's like oh on to the next week You'll we'll yes. probably see the master again. Isn't that going to be exciting? And I suppose there's an <laughs> element of that's for the kids and that works. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm excited as well because I'm 10 or whatever. And yeah. I can see that. And I know the people who grew up with the John Pertwee era loved it in a way that we didn't because we didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Um, but I still I, it's weird watching it now and thinking, well, lots of people have died. That's not OK.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. it's just odd. But it's because it's that's also the been that developed I think it became more comic strip from this story. Doctor yeah. Who became way more comic strip. I mean, season seven's kind of the most noir Doctor Who is. It's very sort of like serious and doom watchy, not doom watchy, um, Quatermassy. Yeah. Whereas from Which this is good. Sort of point that's what on, we want. this point on, it's it's. It's just a bit throwaway, a bit bubblegum, a bit... Well, a and bit even 70s. like the
0: cover of that Terror, the Autons one that you showed me, that that, that is like a comic strip, isn't it? Like it does, it's like yeah. they're trying to make everything like a comic strip. It really yeah. is kapow, blam. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it is yes. a little bit insane. Um, what do you think about an Auton talking?
1: I think they should have had different voices to the Daleky sort of voices. That took yes. me out. very yes. Daleky.
0: Very not yeah. appropriate. Yeah, they they, they clearly used all. a ring
1: modulator to get the same sound, but it was weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. they shouldn't talk. I don't think there's no need for a, an auton. The yeah. whole point about an auton is that they don't have their own agency. That's the whole fucking point yeah. about them. They are controlled. They are not someone who's going to say yes. It's only fucking chair. I don't care whether or not the masters come in. Like no, they're they're just to be controlled. That's their that's their thing.
1: Yeah. I have to say my favourite scene in the whole... Well, not the favourite scene, the thing that made me laugh so hard because I had never noticed it before. or Also, I couldn't have told you the scene happened. Was <laughs> when the Doctor and Joe are on the bus in the quarry and the Doctor sends a message with his legs using the with light Morse switch. Morse code. <laughs> with Morse code and the, <laughs> the message is the longest most complicated sentence in <laughs> <and> this <there's laughs> <not> all <laughs> no, it's like staff
0: <laughs> adults like, like, are doing this and there's really that and you should be really it's just like what on <laughs> earth just two words should be
1: enough over I know again, you twat. like daffodils alert um, or whatever it was like Bob or whatever it was I can't remember what was going on but it was like a really long sentence that you would <laughs> never send by Morse code it was hilarious and I was thinking of the friction burns on his ankles while he was doing that like, and, the, and also the fact that the brigadier just writes it, gets it all down really yeah, quickly easy. or his friend does and it's like yeah. oh that was so funny when I thought I just sat, thought thought about John we doing that <laughs>
0: what's F again <laughs> exactly
1: I'm going to play the whole message in now, so you can see how ridiculous it is.
0: <laughs> Daffodils are lethal. Activated soon. Destroy immediately. Guard radio research station.
1: Oh my word. Someone Did should have seen think... that and thought that's insane.
0: It was, but brilliant. Um, one thing that struck me was if I was going to be, because I, I found I really was not on the side of the doctor throughout this, I was actually thinking <laughs> that I'd actually quite like to be in Team of the Master. Because a- apart from dying, which is quite common like I feel like he treats his sidekicks actually a little bit more respectfully than the doctor <laughs> treats Joe like yeah. with the doctor sorry with um, the master talking to Feral like he he, he, Farrell, he was saying, like, oh, you know, put the daffodil down, you might hurt yourself, kind of thing, which I thought was yes. adorable. And then, yeah. and he's also like, when he dies, and he's like, oh, his dad would be proud, kind of thing. And it's just like, he actually has some kind of a connection with Farrell. He actually gives a shit. Whereas, yeah. if Joe died, I think the doctor would just be like, oh, who's going to make me tea now? Like, he just I know exactly. he seems so next. Wheel the next, wheel in the next one in. Yeah. yeah.
1: But also, as well. Um, I thought the characterisation of Farrell was really good because there was points at which he had a sort of secret almost death lust that wasn't just to do with the master. Because the master almost has to calm him down at one point because he enjoys the death of the man in the chair, I think. Mm. Um, oh, because he says it seems really effective.
0: Yes, <laughs> so he seemed really proud of that. He yeah, like didn't seem at all he's... disgusted, did he?
1: It's kind of suggesting there's something in Farrell's psyche which is actually the master has latched onto, but which is actually bringing out which is there. Yeah. This sort of like quite a macabre thing. And I thought that was interesting. In a story which was very one note in terms of Yes, you're,
0: Where you're desperately trying to find some yes. kind of levels to this. Um, the one thing that I, I... Another thing I didn't quite get was how disgusted the Doctor was with that brown rose chap. And he's like, you know, that idiot brown rose. And I'm like what are you talking about? Like that idiot yeah. brown is like every other fucker you've met. And he's just like you. He's just a, a brown nosing twat who's into the government, which is just <laughs> like you, as long as you can get a nice fucking stilton and a bloody whatever. Oh, I just got yeah, of red
1: one. Yes. He didn't feel I like no.
0: Was... Oh, and tell you something else. What is the deal with your mask thing that goes over your nose and your mouth? it's dissolved by co2 i'm sorry but i know <laughs>
1: it's a big sense. problem a huge problem that no one ever talks about no. we were sat there talking about that afterwards we were like Do you but, just but like, that didn't work once? did it because <laughs> because then it would just go yeah doesn't make sense the idea of covering your nose and mouth good yeah but the way of getting it off should not have been that at all
0: so bizarre just
1: so stupid. Mm. There were so many bits like that where I thought, like, there's the Morse code message, there was that, there was, oh, just so many things where I thought, well, well and that's for just For you not, to mo- not notice a flaw,
0: that, that's quite impressive. <laughs> a scientific flaw. <laughs> oh, I know, exactly, because I
1: never do. It's like the Mark of the Rani, just trying to get them to drink that juice again, because that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> yeah. Just drink this brain juice, you'll
2: be fine. Brain juice! Uh,
1: yes, you see, I can be scientific very, very yes. occasionally. Talking of science, just reverse the polarity and the nestines will go. The End of the, the story, more you hear it, big oh, problem. The
0: end of the story, it was just, I was like, Oh, because I was, I'd, I'd been on a bit of a Michael Wisher kind of a rabbit hole, and I was like, Oh, did you know he'd done loads of spin offs? And I was like, well, He'd done Shakedown, he'd done some weird thing called the Wartime Chronicles, he was in some, he'd done loads of them, and I was like, Oh, it ended. <laughs> it just, I was like, <laughs> Oh, where the fuck did that come from? And wow. I wound it and watched it again, but it really was like, there was nothing to watch, <laughs> nothing happened. It really the was master. big looking dials
1: the master suddenly decide. the doctor just says one sentence about oh but they probably won't accept you as a leader and the master's like okay I'm going to abandon everything I've been doing for the last four episodes and join your side what no one can stop him now your precious little planet is finished we are finished and you're finished too
0: nonsense I them to come here you really think that that thing distinguished between you and us Stop. Not unless we change the polarity. Once the shift the slow, we them right out of your space. You're right! Nice. Well, you better try it quick. Right, get on to the and quick, like get onto the transfer bank, I'll switch
2: the car through. you ready? Yes, right now.
0: Yeah. And then they all fall down. Like, that was just bizarre. Like, it was just that like, this is nothing. It's nothing. Was no. such you, did climate. you understand
1: Did you understand why the bus was in the quarry as well? Why they went to that quarry? I, did, I know it was near the telescope. That was it. But it was just that near That was it. Okay. Yeah, it was a
0: good parking spot. They found it quite <laughs> expensive to park near the, uh, yeah, near the, the telescope. Yeah, the parking tickets. <laughs> it was like two hours only. They knew they'd be there for at least five. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, before we go on to summarise and conclude our thoughts on Terror of the Autons, I think it's time... That we dressed for success.
0: Oh boy, do we need to!
2: Right,
1: he wants to kick off.
0: Um, yes, I'd love to I'll tell you the first one. What the fuck was that hat about, apparel? What the hell were you doing? He was dressed like a perfectly normal guy in a suit throughout. <laughs> Suddenly, they go on a day trip. He needs a fucking busman's hat on. It was brilliant. <laughs> I was looking at him like, where did you get it? It was so odd for the rest of his outfit. It was fantastic.
1: It was it's weird. Really, really I love those hat. sort of hats in the 70s, though. People just doffed, they just put on a hat and they were like, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. I'm cool. Yeah, it's my hat. It's I, like I'd it. like to do that. I'd like to do that and think I could just put on a hat and go,
0: you yes, so could. You need to do more on. hatting. Yeah. Do you
1: think I need more hats? Okay. I
0: really think you could do it. Um, I only wear
1: I only wear one at the folk festival when I wear a big, broad-brimmed hat, and I do I wear you. A sort of cowboy one. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. Um, more, I like. I'm I'm gonna go, costume, stroke, outfit. So the actual <laughs> autumns themselves, like, I don't find, even though their large-headedness it's kind of it's an un- unnerving they're just not as scary as no. our autons were like our autons they were brilliant because of their plainness because they were just it was just a doll's mask that with nothing like it was so unfettered by pointlessness like it just it was terrifying for its yeah. basic and this I was agree. just like it wasn't it didn't work. Yes, okay. It was nice that you could put a big hat on and it just I don't know. It, it was it was interesting and different that they did that, but it didn't work. It didn't give you the fear that the true Autons would give you.
1: Yes, I agree. I thought it it's it's like it didn't need redesigning. No. This is really this not. Is if you're going to bring back monster, use the yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah, because they were great. And like I mean if you think or if you think what is the Auton moment? obviously there's the, the breaking out the windows and in both Rose and in um, Spearhead, but for me more than that, it's when there's the Orton alone in the bushes in his blue boiler suit in completely. Spearhead completely, and running around and all that, how terrifying that is, it's like that running. is Orton the
0: o- Destroy Total Destruction
1: that's just amazing, and that's the best auton look. It yeah. is.
0: It's just yeah. You don't you don't improve on perfection. That's all we're no. saying. Um, I guess broke. we need to talk about yeah. yes, Joe and her outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nice dagger collar happening, like it would have killed us at one point. Now I'm 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 quite happy with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I, corduroy I like...
1: trousers. Is it corduroy trousers she wears? I think I was not
0: that engaged. I was. <laughs> quite I don't know. <laughs> I don't even care. Um, but I like that she did run in those heels across the quarry and did damage her ankle. Like I do like yeah. that she was that committed to the role that yeah, her commitment. outfit killed her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm all, oh, I'm also, I like a bit of yeah. Mrs. Farrell. Love a bit of Mrs. Farrell's outfit. Like, I just think in the 60s, people used to manage to look so old for their age, kind of thing. You can, she <gasps> Honestly, was probably only in her early to mid 50s, but I think she Honestly. managed to look about 90 with that outfit. It was I so just good. remember what
1: I've been watching. I know it's not the segment, but I've been watching The Brothers, which is a TV series from the 70s. We're on to series four, and we're really enjoying it. But is that
0: Colin Baker? or who's Yes, that? No. he's just oh, appeared yeah.
1: in the latest episode. He's just finally arrived. But um, the character who is the most sort of Mrs. Farrelly or, or like uh, Mr. Farrell is this guy, guy who's the father in Timeslip, Derek Benfield. and Oh, he... I remember
0: in Timeslip we always said, like, God, that guy looks fucking old.
1: Yes, well, yes and we looked up his age, what he was in Timeslip. Anyway, his age in the brothers is he's... I think he's 47, which is two years younger than me, and I could not believe how old he looked. I could not yeah. believe it. I was like, he looks like my granddad, not like my father. And that's father. the dude
0: from Hetty Wainthrop, is it? Oh, God, yes, it is. Yeah, it's the, it's the one
1: He's just looked old all his life, I think. Yes. yeah, It's yes. just bizarre. Bizarre.
0: Yeah, Ancient. Absolutely. Anyway, Mind you, you're lucky because you've kept your hair. I think that's it. That's not. It's not. Oh, for those wow! So that's kept.
1: all it is. Fine. Yeah,
0: apart from now you look fucking ancient.
1: Wow. But just imagine you a
0: bit bald with like tufty bits at the side like that. That's not a look that you're going for, is it?
1: I don't know. I might try it. He said <laughs> as he as he plays with his hair, finding himself <laughs> deeply attractive. <laughs> um, can I just say? I do like yes. a, man in, a Man in a Lunchbox.
0: <laughs> oh, I do. Little Gooch. Gooch in a lunchbox. Oh, so adorable. More men that... should be in lunchboxes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was really good, CSO. That's the moment yes. where I say, Barry Letts, applaud you. That was worth yes. it. That was better yes. than any other miniaturisation in by the master. Better yes. than those crappy dolls in Legopolis. Yes,
0: yes. It is so much because I was expecting to see a doll because that's all they ever do when the doctor does his yeah. little smallie thing, which is called the, oh yeah, the, do- the master smallie maker. I think that's what I found out it was called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the master smallie maker. yeah I'm glad you worked out that was the name. TM. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um <laughs> Yes. Oh, what about weird time lord dude? That was quite annoying.
1: Yes, I don't like it. Did you realise he was Solicitor Grey from the Highlanders? Probably not, seeing if that was just stills before. Yes?
0: You knew that? No, No, (laughs) of course not. Did did Hannah Gordon mount him at any point? (laughs) You can't say that about Dame Hannah.
1: Dame Hannah Gordon mounting the (laughs) lad. That's how I shall always think of her. Oh no, she's a dirty bit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, i'll so, tell you a line i yeah, really watch. enjoyed
0: i've got a line where the doctor, <laughs> um the master sorry not the master i just keep saying words and hope one of them becomes right um when joe comes into the room and talks to the doctor and she says you're not grateful are you and i was just like i really wanted to just change that lightly slightly to you're a complete wanker, aren't you? Like it, was, <laughs> it would have felt yeah. so much more right. It was just like, Totes. you need to be slapped in the face right now. He was really so hard. shitty. Really hard.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. Good. Agreed. Yes. Um, yeah. I think there's an element of like, because the CSO, you're not even sure whether people are in the same room together. And you start to, like, trust anything. I think at the end when the Doctor and, doctor was in the lab with the Brigadier and Joe and I was, I've, I don't think you're even there. Because <laughs> you can see, you see here, And, the, right and the, the the background looks a bit fuzzy. And you yeah. start to just think, no, just have a set. Honestly, stop doing this. It's silly. Yeah. Um, Whereas fav- I feel like they've calmed down
0: by... Sp- by Day of the Daleks, like I know you were a bit annoyed by some of the CSO and Day of the Daleks, but it was it wasn't to a degree where they took you out of it. But this was just gone mad, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think they spent had two days on CSO for this story. They actually well. spent two days using this for this, all the CSO that they did. Which because there's one point where Joe's in a phone booth, isn't it? And that was in that was all CSO, and it's like she's just floating. Yes. <laughs> It always takes me back to those Blue Peter special um special um reports about T V technology and they always miniaturize them and have them running around in with Shep and the cats all big around them and they are always doing that, like Peter purvis and say? John Noakes and Leslie Judge, oh, yeah, I don't always.
0: Remember? Oh, well, they yes. must have stopped doing that come Janet Ellis's time. I think she I've never they saw did. a miniature Janet Ellis. <laughs> I
1: yeah. think I'm, I'm now going to look for miniature Janet Ellis to prove you wrong.
0: <laughs> Maybe Simon Groom bridged the gap. I'd like to know. <laughs> Simon and I found the ideal place to clean up Malvern, where wealthy Victorians once queued to take the waters. Spa treatments were very popular in Victorian times. They believed water most beneficial to the system. Good grief, What was that? That Mr Groom was the descending douche.
1: Oh. In his horrible shoes. I couldn't cope with Simon Groom's <laughs> shoes even back then. There was horrible flat pancakey puddingy capacity shoes.
0: I think they this were actually called
1: stuff. I think they were actually called Pod the shoes.
0: Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know. A... Oh fetted. Dad used to wear pod shoes. Oh
1: god, pod. shudder. Shudder. Not good. Tear of the Autons has led us to Simon Groom. That's never a good link or a journey.
0: my God. Pod shoes are still going.
1: Oh, are they? That's foul. They should be destroyed. Are you sure the master's not behind them? They don't. They don't. (laughs) So I have a question for you. Roger Delgado. The best master? Question
0: mark. Oh, you see, that's a question. It really is. is, You see, I love him. I love him very much. But he is a little bit not my master, and it's it's not fair. I love him, and I trust him to kill you if he walks up against you in a dark alley. But Anthony <laughs> Ainley is, is definitely the one for me. I love him same,
1: so much. Same, same, Even though there were some silly plots in the Davis area and stuff, and he's not always served by them, I do... Also... You can't have no, like,
0: plot as the argument, cause fucking hell! What was the shitting plot in the whole of the Jonker <laughs> era? I think I, it's like, oh, we might just have a little bit of a, a, <laughs> a fight near a bloody, oh yeah, near an old mine, near at any factory. Oh, it's just can
1: sorry. I can I have an, another question for you, which is awesome. so you think the Master's a really good idea, and it's all part of this bringing things to Earth and having this part of the unit family and all that stuff. Do you think it was a good idea or not a good idea to have the Master in every story of that series?
0: Well, you see, I... Oh, there was a line that... Um, and I pro- it probably was deliberate when it was like... I kind of crossed out. Channing is... To, no, the Master's controlling your mind. Um, it was completely... Channing is controlling your mind. The master is mm. controlling your mind. And it just... I was like, would it have been nicer if we just had a series of Channing-type people who were yeah. kind of a nemesis for that episode or for a couple of episodes? But did it better things to have the Master? I, I possibly don't think so. As soon as you found out it was the Master, A, you knew that he would always be thwarted in a really pointless way. B, yeah. you were like, well even if you hadn't seen him yet, he was going to be popping up soon. Like it just got so formulaic that there was just no kind of excitement to it. So yeah, yeah, I just think it led to lazy script writing and yeah, yeah, I think it, like you're saying, it is very much that comic strip thing. It was just very Batman and Robin and you just knew it just had to be the Joker any minute now, regardless of what the plot was. It was just like, oh yeah, yeah, he'll pop up now. So yeah, I think it was, yeah, possibly not the right call to have him in so many.
1: Good. You said everything I was going to say. So.
0: <laughs> Even the bit about the Joker. Good. Good. Loud.
1: All of that. No, it wasn't original. <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that. Um, Joe Grant, best companion ever.
0: <laughs> I feel when I like I was watching a lot of her talking about it after. So I heard her say some lovely things. Like she really loved everything about that experience. She cared so much about being part of the Dot Who family. She really... Uh, it, sounds, it, it sounds like John Pertwee himself made quite a big effort to be a good man, like, on set. Like, whenever new... If there was, like, a new story and there was new cast members, he would really try and invite them on and make them feel like they were having the best time ever. Like, that sounds appealing. Um, and so I like... That whole family thing they created—that's appealing, but yeah. as a companion, I, I just—I don't know what anyone's talking about. Like Barry Letts was like, "Oh, I did the, did the audition with um, and Katie Manning," and it's like, "Oh, of course it's got to be her." And it's like, "What did you see?" And what what is everyone else <laughs> seeing? Like, what is happening where they're all like, "Oh my God, she's amazing."
1: Especially yeah. when you hear about people like Anushka Hempel were um were were t- tested and other people, and you think, really, I don't know. Maybe she's just on camera. She lit up. Don't know. But I didn't see it.
0: No, it's weird. It just didn't feel like she.
1: It's all slightly heightened and theatrical, and mm. squeaky.
0: Maybe that's but... what they wanted. Maybe if they were after that comic strip, comic strip yeah. kind of feel, then yeah. maybe they wanted someone who would overplay everything. Yeah, um, but no, but it's tired it's, ti-
1: it's tiring to watch. It, it is. is.
0: But I, I, a much I don't feel like I was entirely... It was not her that made me so tired. Like, it was the combination of nothing oh, yeah. to grab hold of yeah. and really basic plot that just yeah. made it yeah. painful.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, something you would not have seen on the new Blu-ray, for I have the Blu-ray set of this season now, which came out recently. Um, so it was a glorious version I saw with top marks the people who did all the um, colorization and um making it all beautiful um but one of the features they have on the dvds is the behind the sofa thing and two of the people they had watching this were the current master Sasha Dewan and Anjali Mohindra who's his partner who is um Rani in Sarah Jane Adventures oh I so, know
2: her don't uh, I
1: she was also played the in, the bad terrorist in the bodyguard which is a really good series recently.
0: Ah yes, yes I know yes. exactly who you mean. Oh yes, she's yeah. brilliant, isn't she?
1: Brilliant. Well anyway, her and Sash Dewan who are like an important acting power couple in the UK, yes, I would say they're now. Really, no, to be so honest, good.
0: I have heard enough about them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes,
1: they are. Well, they, well, they've watched all of the all of this series for that box set. Have they? And yes, and I just they're open open-eyed enthusiasm for watching them and excitement at seeing the original master and it was the master's first scene and him seeing what the, Roger Delgado was doing and how he could maybe inform his, his performance and it was really good getting people who were really good actors commenting and being engaged by it obviously mm. not by everything but it was that was the funnest thing for me actually this time around was watching them watch nice. it because I guess it's Gogglebox isn't it but yeah
0: yes yeah. It's very good of them, of them to engage yes. throughout, though. Wasn't she someone else in Doctor Who recently? Yes, she
1: was the whatever that Queen. Of yes, the, the one was
0: Tesla. It was the, was it the Tesla? Yes, episode? the
1: Knight of yeah. Nikola Tesla or whatever it was called. A really yeah. long title okay. episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yes. I knew you that extra. Good.
1: Yes. So I think we have reached the point at which we're going to summarize. Shall I start or do you want to?
0: No, you go for it.
1: Okay. So this was clearly a reinvention for the 1971 series season. Um, it's good to see the master and I enjoyed his per- first performance. Um, I think Yates is a bit wasted and I don't see the point of him really. Because um, he's new in this as well. Joe, I struggle with the concept of the companion um, that is like that of having to be a file for the Doctor. I mean, we just watched Reboss and just saw how brilliant it was when you have two intellectuals together, for yes. instance. Yes, how
0: awful um, would that have been? Fucking hell. Ugh.
1: But the linear storytelling and the comic strip nature and the moving from set piece to set piece I found tiring and unengaging. And I just didn't believe a lot of it, partly because of the CSO. Effects don't usually bother me, but it did kind of take me out a bit. But I just, it was just particularly the ending the the you know oh yes we must stop them why suddenly problems problems but yes. i just like i will now always think of the story as the is the um, as the adventure in which the doctor wiggled his legs for ages in order to send the longest most code message in history Nice.
0: that's a lovely lasting memory you have i yeah. like it good um, Your turn. yeah no it was if if the point was to bring back the things that we loved about Spearhead from Space, they failed miserably, I think. To <laughs> have to have taken something that was so beautiful and forgotten all of the parts of that that made it beautiful and just used the pointless bits was just like they missed the point entirely. Um, jo was really upsetting as an actress and as a concept. Um <sighs> There was yeah the the doctor was even worse he was a horrible horrible man like I I feel like like he he was I felt Jimmy Savile about him he was just awful he made my skin crawl um, it was it but it, it was it was it was very. Oh, I don't know, like make, deliberately making you feel small. That was yeah. I f- remember that was that line. Oh fuck! I'm never gonna find that again. Oh, are you finished with me yet? Um, was when he was talking oh, to the yes. to the um brigadier, and it was just like it really felt a bit gaslighty and a little bit just kind of making people feel yeah. unimportant and other, The whole thing was just nasty. Um. So yeah, it it just it felt like we're about to embark on a Long period of him being up himself and um and being um what's the word when people encourage it being enabled, yes, he was enabled to be even more of a worker, um, and so yeah, it, I just it makes me think, oh, well, I'm glad we don't have to do all these episodes in order, <laughs>
1: like, <that's the> <laughs> yeah, that exactly. <laughs> that would be certain uphills going that. although <laughs> so, I would yeah. say it does dissipate I think from this point there's still moments but it's never quite as bad as this I don't think really I don't okay. think so but maybe I'm wrong there are some moments obviously where he's terribly patronizing but yeah
0: hmm. yes yeah I guess not long after dare the Daleks I'm very happy to be honest I loved a bit of dare the Daleks so yeah it kind of lasted for that long um hmm. so yes um so yes. yeah disappointing and yeah shan't be watching it again um no but not much to redeem it. There we go. <laughs> Gosh.
1: <laughs> I think we're on the same page, though, aren't we? Yes. Okay. Um, in All Doctor Who... It, in Doctor, well, Before we get there, in Doctor Who magazine, they used to give people things, TARDISes out of 10. So I think I'd like to oh. start that by saying how many TARDISes out of 10 you give each oh, story. Oh, God. So TARDISes out of 10, please. Okay. Or Terror of the Autons.
0: I'm going to give it Three. Wow, and that is that is for plastics factory plus what's the other bit? Oh yeah, plus quarry like that. And, Go- that did and it.
1: Gooch in a box.
0: Gooch in a box, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. give it. I'm gonna give it a six. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> what? There's no room. That's like. No, it's like the first episode of Strictly when they give everyone a fucking six, when they deserve nothing. No, no, no.
1: It's because, like, most Doctor Who stories, like, an average Doctor Who story would get, like, an eight from me, and the ones I really like would get a nine, and the ones I think are brilliant would get a ten. So that system works for me. Thank you, please. That's rubbish.
0: So what gets a two? (laughs) What gets a two? Like, what are you on about?
1: I don't think things get a two in my life, in world, in Doctor Who. Okay. And the most probably good is give us. Is probably a three or a four. It would be. And what and would I'd, that be? I would give a four. Space museum. No, I like the space museum. That's I don't know. Se- it. I'm just saying that's so That's probably know. a seven, maybe or an eight even. Um, what would get a What would get a three or a four? That's a good question. Oh. Probably, probably something from season twenty-four. So, like, uh-huh. Time and the Rani or something like that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, just just for reference, because we've only just started doing this. Like, oh, I've, I've just worked
1: out one. I've got this one. I'd just give one point two, and because I, I hate it, it's my least favorite Doctor Who story of all time. And I'd just give it one point. Nothing if I could, uh-huh. but I couldn't. One is out of ten for Mind Warp. I hate Mind Warp more than anything in the world. Is that
0: that's that's the, not the H. G. Wells one, is it?
1: That's no, it's just Trial of a Time Lord, part the second story oh, yeah. in which Perry gets killed and all that stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got gotcha. Anyway. Okay. Yes.
0: And what about okay? Um, the Crotons. Like, I'm just interested. What would the Crotons Ooh. be in this scale?
1: Ooh, well, setups an eight, but I would say it's probably between seven and an eight.
0: Yeah. You yeah. see, I bring it back down to us. I I agree. Setups an eight. Bring it back down to a seven as you go. But then you're way too close to fucking Charlie
1: Crotons. <laughs> Way too close okay maybe it's more five-ish
0: okay i'm happier there, I'm <laughs> happy there. So like... calibrated to a place that i can deal with
1: <laughs> you had to see listener the way listener there's one of them the way alex sort of like tousled her hair there and just looked really happy and pleased with herself as she accepted that score it was brilliant
2: i wish it out there I knew it was You
1: totally did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> she got there in the end. It was a journey. But she got to the... This is how she works. I've just realised, oh my God, this is how she does it at work <laughs> every day. Gosh, well done.
0: Thank you, thank you. Um, so, right. hooray. I'm going. Bugger off.
1: Yeah. See you next time. And beware of people gifting you... Oh, that's something I didn't even mention. I have to just mention... This is dirty. The troll doll. um, And they said, um, what was it they said about it? It's a novelty for grown-ups. Ah, that was dirty, wasn't it? That was very strange.
0: Yes. And what would you do with it? Those arms are quite thick. And it's (laughs) not appealing. (laughs) It's not good like what Hold the front page but don't you just love the way the master hoys it in the car I must admit I really yeah. enjoyed that It was like <laughs> chucking in there
1: <laughs> yeah. that. oh yes. gosh so on that note yes troll troll doll sex doll uh, <laughs> I can't ever think of that in the same way now it's uh-huh. time for us to depart Dear listeners, um, it's we got will got a very fuzzy face soon. as well. Sorry. <laughs> Stop talking about the troll sex doll. Um, <laughs>
0: purpose.
1: Yes. Until it's time to join us again on World well Enough and Time, I have been Andy.
0: And I'm always Alex. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See what you mean it wasn't intended for children naturally some sort of a novelty for grown-ups i suppose